Hi, I'm Marissa, and welcome to What Spirit Says. It's time to shine your light. Hi, shining souls. My name is Marissa, and welcome to What Spirit Says. I am so excited to announce that I am currently redoing and updating my website with new services and events. I will continue offering individual private readings as well as group readings and all readings at this time are conducted virtually. I will also be adding additional services such as spiritual guidance coaching. So if you are interested in learning more about your intuitive mediumistic abilities, how to awaken and strengthen these abilities, meditations that work for you, how we can ask for and connect with signs, or maybe you feel lost when trying to connect to your soul, to God, or to spirit and the angels, spiritual guidance coaching is for you. I will be offering single or extended one-on-one virtual sessions, and I will also be offering one-on-one learning medical medium information sessions. If you are interested in learning about medical medium information, you will have the option to sign up for a free 30-minute consultation where we will discuss the who, what, when, where, why, and how of medical medium information and how you can apply medical medium information to your life and lifestyle. I will also be offering online virtual events and speaking engagements. If you are signed up for my mailing list or newsletter, you will be receiving an email shortly with all the exciting updates. And if you are interested in receiving these exciting emails, you can sign up to my mailing list on my website, marissaspiritual.com. I just realized that we are getting closer and closer to daylight savings. And what's better than having more light? Have you ever met someone who just made you want to be a better person? Their light is hydrating your light. And their light is not meant to make you feel less than or that maybe you've been doing something wrong because you feel you are not shining like them or worthy of being like them. That is not true. You are recognizing the light within the other person and how you wish to shine yours the same in your own unique way. Together, think of how bright in combination that light would be. That is why we are here, and that is what we need here at this very present moment in time on this planet. More light. That is why we are here. Take a moment to really think about that. But where do we get this light from? Where can we find it? Do we have a source within that carries this divine light? We sure do, our soul. We come here to shine light. Just by breathing here on this planet, you are part of history. The light we bring here in this human physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual form, and the light that we leave here physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually when we return to the heavens, is divine, honest, warm, and true. The more light, the more love. And what is love without compassion? More compassion, more peace. More peace, more growth. More growth, more divine truth and awareness. More kindness, more soul. We are here to grow our soul, and we do so by giving and receiving light. We are here to be of service of the divine light, to be of service to God. How do we know this? How do we know this to be true? Spirit helped me to understand this more clearly by sharing with me a visual message. Receiving messages visually does not always mean that we see things physically. In fact, for me, visual messages are almost always seen through my inner vision, what some may refer to as their third eye. What is really neat about visual messages is that you can either have your eyes open or closed because regardless, you will still be able to see the message take place as it's happening through your inner vision. When we receive messages from spirit visually, it feels captivating. And before we know it, boom, the message is complete. These messages happen pretty quickly, yet the spiritual wisdom that has been shared and has now been gained is stored and recorded eternally, imprinted within our soul. As I began to listen to and focus in on this visual message from spirit, I became enthralled at the scenery. Through my inner vision, spirit showed me myself walking on the beach. 
As I walked, I noticed a shell on the beach that was glimmering in the sun, and eagerly, I felt drawn to it. I picked up the shell and held it in my hand. Have you ever noticed that although we may go to the beach with the intention to find shells, the shells always tend to find us? Think about that the next time you walk the beach looking for shells, or maybe when you take a walk in nature looking for stones, notice how the stones find you. The shell that I picked up was covered in sand, with a few pieces of other shell fragments, and whatever else the ocean needed to release was mixed in that sand, coating the shell. Although the shell was covered in sand and I couldn't fully see it, immediately when I held the shell in my hand, I knew that it was pure and wholesome. I could feel that it was vibrant and light, timeless, ageless, ever-present. I could feel that through whatever this shell had weathered, it was still shining at its core. I could feel the eternal connection. This shell felt like soul. I felt as if I was looking at a reference to my own soul. I then started to remove the sand from covering the face of the shell, and beneath the sand and the grooves of the shell was the color of pure white so pure that it looked like light. Instead of one color defining the shell, it felt as though it was echoing the rays of multiple colors, blending to form an emulating light, helping me to realize that the root color of soul looks a lot like light. The shell felt warm and inviting. There was comfort to the aged history of the shell, yet comfort in the infancy of its energy as well. It felt past, present, and future. But what I was most focused on was the very present energy of this shell, this life, the importance of mission in this life, reminding me that we may not always know what our purpose looks like, but we always know what it entails, using the divine truth and spiritual wisdom to motivate our spirit, because what are we truly in possession of other than the free will of our being and soul, reminding us that we are teachers of the light but that we are first eternal students. Spirit shares with us that when we use our free will for what is light, we access and gain spiritual wisdom, becoming more aware of divine truth as we walk this life here on earth, helping us to smooth the grooves and mend the cracks of our soul, both here and above. We are living at a time here on earth where each and every one of us has been injured in some way, whether it be physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually. When we are injured physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, our soul becomes injured. How we treat ourselves, our human bodies here on earth, affects our soul. When we are affected physically, we are affected mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. We have factors that we are up against as human beings on this planet that are within our control and many outside of our control. It's time to remove ourselves from catering to the mission of darkness. We are not living in a pure, wholesome world right now, but that's why we are here, to help change that and to help elevate the awareness of light that we carry within to use as our own guiding light as we navigate this earthly mission. We have to start by clearing the way to get to this light. We have to heal our way to see and feel this light. We have to heal our way to understanding and sharing this light. And it all starts with ourselves, our body, our mind, our heart, our spirit, and our soul. So we can talk about shining light in all that we do, but what happens if we cannot even connect to that light because we are in so much pain or we are hurting? When we are suffering in any kind of pain, it creates disconnect. It creates confusion, anger, doubt, fear, trauma, fogging up our hope, faith, and belief, clouding our vision, and numbing out the ways to feel and to be the light. It's time to release the contaminated days and embrace the enlightened state. We have to get back to basics, but the new present day basics. Going back to basics doesn't mean that we dig up old rituals that were said to have helped people hundreds of years ago. Going back to basics means centering our lifestyle around the essential needs for human being functionality, vitality, immunity, and longevity. Daily nourishment, the proper nourishment, which is the light kind of nourishment, which is plant-based whole foods that provide essential glucose and hydration, such as raw honey, pure maple syrup, 
fruits, wild foods, leafy greens, herbs, and vegetables are critical to battling the darkness that surrounds us. These human being essential minerals allow for us to cleanse and to heal, making room for divine truth and awareness to shine through. Always remember that we were not chosen to suffer, but to shine. Illness and disease that leads to chronic suffering is not part of our divine makeup. I've been told many times throughout my life that I would outgrow whatever symptoms or conditions I was dealing with, especially during my teenage years. When I shared with family members that I had changed my diet, which I don't like that word diet, (laughs) it doesn't hold any light. And when I'm asked what diet I follow, I always say either the compassion diet or the human being diet. (laughs) So when I shared with my family that I was no longer eating gluten, eggs, vinegar, or dairy, an elderly family member said to me, oh, you're still in that phase. I share this because it's not easy to make lifestyle changes at this very present time here on earth. It's not easy at all. Which again, is why the heavens are calling to us now more than ever and reminding us that they are here to help us. They don't judge us, they support and uplift us. They encourage us to do what is light for us so that we may avoid what generates pain and suffering. They have compassion for all the choices that we make, the good, the bad, and even the ugly. They see how much you want to heal or find healing and support your every thought and your every action, even if you feel like some days or maybe most days have left you feeling defeated or discouraged. The light of the heavens is there for you always, reminding us that we are so much smarter, wiser, stronger than we realize because darkness tries to keep us weak and works to keep us down. We are in this together and together we can shine the light kind of change. You may be familiar with that expression that goes, we cannot change the past, but we can make the future brighter. I love that saying because by bringing light to the future, we are ultimately bringing light to the past while shining in the present. I think what I continue to learn each and every day from this life is the many miraculous ways that we have the ability to heal. Healing is brave. Healing is very brave. Healing means that we have awakened to divine truth and cannot and will not accept masking or suppressing problems that we know can be healed and that have never belonged to us in the first place. We cannot and will not accept this darkness to settle any longer amongst our light. Heal and healing Those are strong words, light-filled words. Those words shine light. The impact of those words define and shape our soul with wisdom and growth. I have shared this before and I most likely will share it again because what I'm about to say is what is most prevalent, what requires all of our attention, focus, and demand, and what defines our mission to live life here on this planet at this time, which is There is light and there is darkness, both here on earth and in the spiritual world. We are here as souls choosing to live a human life and through this existence to bring more light to this planet, which ultimately brings more light to the heavens so that we may continue this ability to grow and to evolve in loving service to one another and to God, which is unconditional love and compassion allowing room for us to achieve the divine peace within that is molded into our spirit, felt amongst the heart, and shines from the light of our soul. So, why is the light of the heavens, and I am referring to God, Jesus, the Blessed Mother, the many angels in God's angelic realm, so many more angels than just the archangels and guardian angels, What about the angels that Anthony William, the medical medium, reveals to us, such as the 144,000 unknown angels, the life-changing angels, and the essential angels, the many shining souls who have walked this earth who now shine in the heavens, all reaching out to us now more than ever because we are getting distracted from our mission and purpose. Have you ever had a bright, loving idea to make a special, delicious meal? 
Have you ever gone to the grocery store with the intention of buying the specific ingredients that are required for your yummy recipe that you plan on making? These specific ingredients are important and vital to making your meal a success. You've been planning to make this special recipe for a while, and it's super healthy and nutritious, bringing everyone together while knowing that you are providing your loved ones with healthful nutrition, healing, and lots of light, ultimately warming your own soul, only to realize you went to the store and completely left out and forgot the main key ingredients that you needed. Sure, you came home with other items and things that you could use around the house, but the essential ingredients were missing. So as you return home, you realize that you walked right by the ingredients, maybe more than once, causing you to think back to why you walked right by them. What distracted you or made you forget? This is what the light of the heavens is doing for us right now, helping us to awaken from these distractions so that we don't miss out on all the essential ingredients and all of the possibility for love, growth, peace, and joy that come with finding those essential divine ingredients to make that heartfelt, delicious, and nurturing meal. It is so very important that we understand that the light of the heavens does not fault us for walking by key ingredients, but has complete understanding and compassion for us. God, Jesus, the loving angels, our loved ones in spirit, even our precious pets in spirit, all see what we're up against each and every single day here on earth. Isn't it funny that this life is so fiercely selfish and selfish is such a harsh word, but I really mean that lightly. This life is so fiercely selfish because we have to take care of our bodies to function. Every human being requires attention and care to survive, yet our greatest purpose that we procure, bringing complete humility and integrity to our ego-based mindset, is the unconditional love and joy we obtain being able to help one another. Something that we should continue to remind ourselves of is at any stage and at any age of our lives, to not be afraid to ask and to not be afraid to listen. Sometimes being able to listen may require listening with our eyes, ears, hearts, and soul. The light of the heavens, they long for us to ask of them. They are eager to answer us and they are eager to help us to listen. We are more than worthy and it's more than okay to ask God, Jesus, Mother Mary, the angels, loved ones in spirit, whoever you feel most connected to, ask of them together as a group, individually, whichever feels most connected to you. Ask them to help show you the light of the situation, whatever the situation may be. When we feel confused or indecisive about something, we become almost paralyzed about if are we making the right decision or not. Ask the heavens to show you the light of the situation. We hold these answers within our hearts, but sometimes confusion and fear can limit our ability to see these answers or to feel them clearly. Ask the light of the heavens to help you see the light of your chosen path, or ask them to help you see what is no longer serving you. We have to understand that the light of the heavens is so very real. It never ceases to amaze me just how real. When we receive the answers and return to our questions, thoughts, gratitude, pain, and desires, whether it be through messages, signs, dreams, thoughts, feelings, and ideas, a feeling deeper than the chills takes over. This feeling, to me, is true divine connection, soul connection. So I think it's time for a fun story that involves asking the heavens a few questions. My father called me up a few weeks ago and he said to me that he was going to play golf with three guys that he knew growing up and that they were playing together in honor of one of their friends who had just recently passed away. So my dad says to me, you know, I would like to share with the guys tomorrow a few messages. I'm not sure if they are all believers. It could be hard to talk about, but I think it could be really nice to let them know that their friend and spirit is with them. So I said, all right, dad, let's see what comes in. All excited, he says, okay, great. So can you ask Spirit if I'm going to get a hole-in-one tomorrow? <laughs> and I said, Dad, I can only tell you what they tell me, and I don't hear anyone talking about you getting a hole-in-one. <laughs> the friend that my father and his friends were honoring, Tony, stepped forward in Spirit. 
Tony said to me, there may not be a hole in one, but there may be a chip in. And he started laughing. We talked about a few more things. And right before we hung up, I asked my dad about the 17th hole. My dad had shared with me that years ago, he had gotten a hole in one on the 17th hole. So my dad calls me up the next day and says, you won't believe it. I told the guys in the morning once I got to the course, the messages that Tony shared. And my dad said the guys listened respectfully, but he felt they may have had some doubts. So keep in mind, a typical round of 18 holes of golf takes about four hours. So my dad said that the day was going really well, but after the first nine holes, no one had had a hole in one and no one had had a chip in. So we thought, all right, maybe on the back nine, we still have a few hours. He said that they got to the 17th hole, so only one hole left after this one and still nothing. All the guys teed off and no hole in one. As they were approaching their shots around the green, my dad said to his friend in spirit, all right, Tony, I guess you were right. No hole in one today. But little did my dad realize that his next shot would be a chip in and same for one of his friends in the group. My dad said that him and his friends kept looking at each other and saying, see, you gotta believe, can't make this stuff up. A moment of true connection, both here and above, with an added bonus of laughter, too. Satisfying the curiosity of a doubtful mind and nurturing the hearts of shining souls. The light will always try to bring light to whatever choice and direction that we choose, whether we choose to believe that or to not believe that. All the while, they continue to whisper not necessarily what we may feel is right for us, but what is light for us. We are capable of connecting to what is light for us, and that is why the light of the heavens is calling to us now more than ever, so that we can remove the disconnect that blurs the ability to see what is truly light for us. Darkness tries to interrupt that. Darkness does not want you to succeed at achieving soul growth. Darkness does not want you to see or to feel your divine truth. And darkness does not want you accessing your spiritual wisdom and connecting to your heavenly purpose. Darkness complicates simplicity and disrupts peace. So if you believe in the angels or have had an encounter with the angels, you know just how very powerful the loving angels are. So if these beings are all loving and powerful, where does darkness stem from? Have you ever thought about that? Maybe you have heard of the fallen angels, the light beings that chose to turn away from helping God, refusing to act from unconditional love and compassion, using their free will to cause harm through deceit, manipulation, lies, and hate, with the intention to overtake God for control, greed, and power. So these fallen angels are in the spiritual world, yet they can still have influence both here and above, just as all the loving angels that work for the light, which means those who work for God, unconditional love and compassion, also have influence here and above. So now let's talk about spirit. Can spirit do the same? Of course, because like the angels, we as spirit, as souls, have free will, which all relates back to the loving truth that God is not controlling, God is not condemning, and God is not demanding. We have choices both here and above, and it's up to us as souls in this life here on earth, souls as human beings, to choose, that's important to note, choices, to choose to work for the light or for darkness, because we can be influenced by both. Now that all seems pretty simple and basic to understand, right? You may be listening and thinking, well, it seems pretty obvious and clear that we would choose to work for the light, for God and for all that is good. But darkness already knows this, so they interrupt us trying to intercept our free will and our choices by influencing them negatively, disguised as positively or safe. Because what is better for darkness if we unintentionally are on their side and working for them without consciously knowing that we are in fact harming ourselves and helping them? Darkness manipulates with lies, deceit, hate, and harm, always with the goal to distract us and disconnect us from our true essence. Darkness doesn't wait until we reach a certain age to start acting upon us either. Just like the light, the light is with us at all times, before and after birth, and darkness is always trying to overtake the light. 
Accepting that darkness is real, both here and above, is the first step, which is not easy. It's very difficult to accept this reality. But once we do, the next step is how we can live this life and give life to others without having to center our lives around darkness, but center our lives around light and allowing that light to be our armor, protecting us as we live out our mission here on earth, growing and evolving our souls as we were intended to. We cannot fully avoid darkness, just like darkness cannot fully avoid the light, but we can remove the hold that darkness places on our lives and use the light to protect ourselves as we navigate forward. Also, the light is permanent, darkness is not. To be able to understand light versus darkness, to truly be able to understand this reality, to truly see this reality, is not easy. We feel this reality each and every single day, even if we don't believe or agree, even if we spend days, weeks, years, or even decades trying to mask or suppress it. Breaking free from unwellness and darkness is not easy, which is why the light of the heavens is calling to us now more than ever, because they have compassion for what we are going through, for the manipulation and deceit that we are influenced by and forming our lives around blocking us from reaching our true potential, divine truth, and spiritual wisdom that eagerly awaits to light the path for our soul growth here on earth. We have become so far removed from the basics. Messages from the light of the heavens remind us of those basics and how it's never too late to open our hearts to healing. So when we drink alcohol and caffeine and when we engage in drugs and pharmaceuticals and when we consume harmful foods such as eggs, vinegar, dairy, and gluten, the light, the light does not judge us but encourages us to see the divine truth of our choices and what can hurt us and what can help us. But darkness is like, yes, because we are harming ourselves. When we consume these toxins, whether it be one time or thousands of times, they damage us physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, fogging our view and connection to our soul, our divine source, and our ability to connect to our spiritual inner vision and wisdom, ultimately impairing the clarity of our ability to use our free will for what is light. Our faith dwindles when confusion, pain, and suffering rises. Instead of feeding problems and masking problems, it's time to start healing problems, the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual of this planet. A friend of mine asked me the other day, she said to me, you really believe that we are all mediums? And I said, yes, in our own unique and special ways. We all have the ability to connect and to communicate with the heavens. We all have the ability to receive messages and signs from above. The reason being our everlasting eternal soul connecting us here and above. So here's a story that I am so excited to share and I have been looking forward to sharing this for quite a while because this experience was absolutely life-changing in more ways than one. A few years ago, my husband was asking me a lot of spiritual questions. This was around the time that I had decided to step away from my career in education and focus on my work as a medium. This was the beginning of the COVID lockdown, actually, and I really could not escape these questions because I couldn't escape him. <laughs> and I was finishing up my last weeks in education virtually, while at the same time doing my spiritual work. And after being asked a few more questions, I gently recommended that my husband read a book. And <laughs> I suggested the book titled Same Soul, Many Bodies by Brian Weiss. I had yet to even read that book, but was gifted this book by a lovely friend. My husband started the book and couldn't put it down. I had to thank Spirit for helping me with that one. <laughs> and in the book, the author, Brian Weiss, provides a meditation that is meant to help you connect to your past lives. My husband was captivated by the book and wanted to read this meditation to me. I suggested that I read it to him instead. He was asking such terrific questions about connecting to spirit, the angels, 
God, Jesus, the heavens, we as human beings, as souls, light, darkness. So I said, why don't you try the meditation and let's see what happens. My husband said, well, you're the medium, so I think you would have a better experience. And that stopped me in my tracks because I looked at him and I said, what's the difference between me and you? That stopped him in his tracks. I said to him, you are a medium too. Okay, so I've talked to spirit before, maybe more direct than you have, but that doesn't mean that my experience would be any better or stronger than yours. You and I withhold the same source lighting the path to this connection. Let's see what yours brings you. I am a big believer that we each hold unique qualities to be teachers of the light. So the more that we develop in the light, the more that we can uncover and discover by learning from one another. How beautiful is that? So I told my husband that I would read the meditation to him. And if you are familiar with past life regression, you may be aware that this is how past life regression sessions are conducted. The person conducting the past life regression will read you a meditation to help you reach hypnosis, therefore allowing you to access past lives. I would first like to point out that when we follow a guided meditation, it's completely normal to not actually follow the guided meditation. And if you do follow it, that's great. That is really important to understand because the point of the guided meditation is to help you reach that deep relaxation and connection. So when we are in that state, we can become open to the messages available to us. So before I started reading him the meditation, I called upon the angels and asked them to surround us in their light. I like to do that before every reading begins as well. My husband was so excited about this meditation because he had read and learned about it, but was most excited about seeing if he could connect to his past lives and what information would come forward. Now keep in mind, I have asked my husband to meditate with me many times before this, and each time he would fall asleep, <laughs> which is fine because when we fall asleep during meditation, we are still connecting subconsciously. So I read the entire meditation, and my husband was lying down with his eyes closed. Once I finished reading, I asked him if he was still awake. He waited a few seconds and then answered, yes. I noticed that once he spoke, I started to see a figure standing over him. This figure revealed himself as what can be referred to as a spirit guide. He was Native American and had beautiful blue feathers all around him. He was standing over my husband's head and placing his hands over his head. My husband never opened his eyes for the next 45 minutes. I realized that my husband was definitely not asleep, <laughs> so I asked him, where are you? He said to me, I'm in a room. I said to him, is anyone in the room with you? He said, no. And he sounded sad, almost childlike. I started to pick up on where he was, so I was seeing where his soul was through my inner vision, so I could see that there was a stool in the room. So I asked him, I said, is there a chair in the room? He said, yes, a stool. I started to feel his loved ones in spirit coming forward, so I said to him again, is there anyone in the room with you? He said yes and started sharing with me what family members were there. He then started talking about his childhood and memories with his brother. When all of a sudden he turned to me and said, Michael is here. I knew that Michael was his cousin, but I had never met Michael and my husband hadn't seen Michael in over 10 years. Michael had passed away about five years prior to this connection. I said to my husband, what is Michael saying to you? A few seconds went by and my husband started to laugh really laugh, like a belly laugh. <laughs> and when he opened his mouth next, I almost fell over. It was his cousin Michael speaking through him. So you may have picked up on by now that my husband was certainly not accessing his past lives, but what was to unfold was all about his present life. Michael was from New York and had a thick New York accent. My husband does not. It was truly incredible. The three of us were having a conversation, except my husband and his cousin Michael in spirit were both speaking through my husband. I grabbed my phone and started to record the conversation because I knew when my husband awoke from this connection, he wouldn't remember what took place. 
This form of connection is often referred to as transmediumship. I do not practice transmediumship and certainly my husband does not. He actually didn't even know what that was until I had to later explain that to him. But what transmediumship is, is when spirit takes over the medium's body and starts to speak through them. Spirit is using the human physical body to relay their messages. There's also certain levels of how intense this process can be. I knew that my husband was safe because I could see and feel the protection around him. Earlier that day, I was trying to remove a label off of a glass jar because I wanted to reuse the jar. Michael, my husband's cousin in spirit, who was now speaking through my husband in his Long Island accent, started making fun of me because I couldn't fully get the glue off the jar. So he started saying to me, yeah, Marissa, one day you will eventually get that glue off that jar. And Michael said to my husband and through my husband, I know we didn't get to see each other much while we were together down here, down there where you are, but I am here to help you now and love being able to see all that you two are doing and the path that you both are on. The best part was when Michael said, the diet is good, really good, and tell that husband of yours to finish all the celery. He doesn't like the pulp at the bottom. Tell him to stop cheating and to finish the whole thing. Spirit likes to make us laugh, reminding us of the infinite joy and laughter that we possess within, aching to be shared amongst one another here on earth and above, echoing the truth of our everlasting soul bonds reminding us that pain and suffering is temporary and that love and compassion is eternal. Although we no longer require the use of our human bodies to breathe within the heavens, how we treat our bodies here on earth matters greatly. How we choose to be considerate and attentive to nourishing our body imprints upon our soul. Our soul holds the wisdom of life that lights our chosen path. Spirit reminds us that laughter is the lightest form of healing for our spirit here on earth and in the heavens. Michael was sure to remind us of this, and I was laughing hysterically. I said to Michael, why haven't you come to see me yet? Joking with him right back that he decided to wait for the one time my husband was dedicated to meditating to come through. <laughs> he laughed and said I wanted to wait for him to figure it out. The three of us chatted for about 45 minutes. Michael said, all right, I've shared with you two enough. I can't tell you too much about your future. You have to figure that out on your own and have fun doing it, but I'll talk to you soon. I said, Michael, I'm going to be looking for you now. And he laughed and said, I'll see you tomorrow at 10 a.m. <laughs> and we all laughed. My husband was quiet for a few seconds. And then I said to him, are you here? And he said, yes. I said, do you know where you are? He said, yes. He laughed one more time and said, that was cool, wasn't it? And I could barely hold back my tears of joy and laughter. What a moment of connection and joy. I said, what a gift. My husband opened his eyes. We hugged and he said, so can you tell me what happened? <laughs> and I said, sure can. We can listen to it too. So how about that? There is much more to the story, but I wanted to share the basics that we all have the ability to connect and to communicate with the heavens. Michael shared with us past, present, and future messages in a matter of 45 minutes. This was three years ago, and some of these messages are now just coming to light, which has been truly incredible to watch unfold. The healing that Michael shared with us was what was most important for my husband at that time, more so than connecting to his past lives. So sometimes we have the intention of connecting to what we think would be best for us to find healing, but the light of the heavens knows just what exactly is best for us to move forward and to heal. So going forward with what Spirit says, I will be ending each episode with more light. A few extra minutes to talk about medical medium information. If you have lost faith in this world, in humanity, in God, in the angels, even in yourself, medical medium information is there for you. Medical medium information comes from God, spoken through the spirit of compassion and revealed to us here on earth by the medium, Anthony William. You can check out my previous podcast episode titled Sacred Truth, 
the light of the heavens, where I explain the who, what, when, where, why, and how of Anthony William, the medical medium. I also have two additional podcast episodes where I discuss and share medical medium information. Did you know that we have to cleanse to heal? That happens to be the title of one of my favorite books, Cleanse to Heal by Anthony William, the medical medium. So today I will be discussing the topic of caffeine and I will be reading excerpts about caffeine from both Cleanse to Heal and Anthony's latest books, Brain Saver and Brain Saver Protocols, Cleanses and Recipes. Before I get started, medical medium information is never about shaming anyone for their choices and it's not about promoting fear. It's about sharing the truth and answers as to why we are sick and why we are suffering and how we can truly heal and live this life as we were intended to with health freedom. Did you know that caffeine lowers the immune system? weakens the adrenals, is neurotoxic to the brain, depletes bones and teeth of precious minerals, and is highly addictive as a psychoactive drug. If you are not aware of this and are not aware of medical medium information, what I just said might be very difficult to hear. Society fiercely promotes and protects caffeine, and that is the work of darkness. The caffeine industry relies on our future of consuming caffeine products and pharmaceuticals with caffeine inserted into them. So like I mentioned earlier, accepting that there is light and there is darkness can be very difficult, but the truth is when we accept this reality, we realize it's never too late to step out of line from darkness and into the light. It's never too late to heal. So let's talk about why caffeine works for darkness and why caffeine is so harmful to us as human beings and ultimately as souls. Caffeine has two effects that can impact our health negatively. One, it dehydrates the body. Two, it prompts the adrenal glands to pump unnecessary levels of adrenaline into our bloodstream, causing a variety of compromises to our brain, liver, and kidneys. Caffeine gives the adrenals a sense of fight or flight without our actual life circumstances requiring it. Fight or flight is the release of complex blends of life-saving hormones from the adrenals, blends that medical research and science don't yet even comprehend. It's for when we're in a time of need and require the ability to think or act fast for survival. We can become addicted to caffeine from birth. If our mothers consume chocolate, this starts a caffeine addiction for the baby. Pregnant women are now being encouraged to have coffee, matcha tea, green tea, or kombucha tea during pregnancy while being told it's healthy for them. Even if a mother decides to hold off on caffeine while pregnant and starts after the child is born, then consumes caffeine such as caffeinated drinks, cacao products, or chocolate, the breast milk is now filled with caffeine and exposing the baby to caffeine addiction. As chronic illness is on the rise more than ever before, neurological problems are number one. This means that the dependency upon caffeine is also greater than ever before for both men and women. A strong childbirth depends on strong adrenals, and caffeine consumption weakens the adrenals, especially in women. Caffeine puts our body into fight or flight, and as this weakening process adds up as the years go by, it causes hormone imbalances and loss of libido. And not only do we as women lose our precious reproductive hormone production, we lose the specific hormone responsible for hair growth, leading to hair thinning for women. I was burnt out as a teenager, and because of that, I was then diagnosed with learning disabilities and ADD, and then was prescribed medications like crazy, which then caused heart palpitations, increased anxiety and depression, and much more. We are not getting to the root of the problem and then constantly trying to mask the problem, which is only feeding the root of the problem more, causing a variety of compromises to our brain, liver, and kidneys, resulting in worsening symptoms and additional new symptoms and conditions. I had been consuming caffeine since birth through my mother, and as a child, I consumed chocolate every week of my life. I started drinking caffeinated drinks and even coffee in my teenage years. I was taking Advil and Tylenol often if I had an ache or a pain or ocular migraine. It makes complete sense to me as to why I reached burnout as a teenager in high school, which by the way, I was diagnosed with long-term mono in high school because I was always so tired. I played sports in high school, and that was about the only time I had energy, and that was due to adrenaline. 
Did you know that there are over 56 blends of adrenaline? And adrenaline can be very corrosive and toxic to the body. Anthony says in Cleanse to Heal, when we consume caffeine, it's a kid pulling the fire alarm at school when there's no fire. If you are consuming caffeine all day long, you are continually telling your body that there's a crisis, prompting your adrenals to respond all day. That can create a numbness. When a real crisis comes, we may not respond appropriately because we are basically immune to the experience of adrenaline hitting the central nervous system. And the specific blend of adrenaline that fight or flight triggers can be highly toxic to the body because it's highly acidic and corrosive to the nervous system and organs. Over time, this adrenaline blend can slowly scorch the liver as the organ sponges up the adrenaline to protect you. Caffeine addiction down the road can lead to aging, brain fog, damaged skin, severe focus and concentration problems, fatigue, hair loss, and weight gain. These symptoms may not show themselves in someone's 20s. They tend to surface later in the 30s and 40s once the adrenals have been trashed enough or the liver has become stagnant and sluggish enough from excess adrenaline caused by caffeine use. It also causes reactions such as blood sugar imbalances, headaches, insomnia, anxiousness, mystery sadness, depersonalization, chronic dehydration, kidney stones, and adrenal fatigue. Anthony shares with us that the epidemic of chronic illness truly surged in the 1940s and the caffeine industry was investing large amounts of resources to take advantage of a population declining in health. So as men and women, mostly women, started to experience neurological problems such as depression, anxiety, chronic fatigue, aches and pains, neck pain, jaw pain, migraines, restless leg syndrome, vertigo, OCD, listlessness, loss of libido, heart palpitations, weight gain, hot flashes, and night sweats, the caffeine industry was getting them addicted to a stimulant. Simultaneously, the pharmaceutical industry started putting caffeine in almost all pharmaceuticals as an ingredient, which has continued since. I thought back to all of the times when I was in my teens that I took Excedrin migraine, Midol, Tylenol, Advil, ADD medicine, birth control, steroids. There's caffeine in all of those. When our lives are consumed by caffeine, when we can't start our day or wake up without caffeine, when we can't drive, speak, or think without caffeine, that is because our body is addicted to the psychoactive drug and also a sign our body is crying out for its essential nutrients that it's missing and looking for. Caffeine is the work of darkness. Keeping us addicted is the work of darkness. We cannot function and thrive as we were intended to when we consume and live by caffeine, pulling us away from our divine truth, spiritual wisdom, and light mission. Here is an excerpt from the caffeine chapter in Brain Saver. Anthony says, Caffeine is very taxing on our brain as it destroys brain hormones, which is why caffeine withdrawal can spiral someone into a depression rather quickly. Dopamine production occurs both inside the liver and inside the brain, and caffeine blocks this production. When someone is coming down from caffeine and they have moments where they are off caffeine completely, whether it's for multiple hours, half a day, or a day or more, what they're feeling is a recalibration of dopamine and other brain hormones starting to work again. You would think this feeling of dopamine being reactivated would give the feeling of joy and peace. That takes more than a day off caffeine. It could take weeks off caffeine before you feel the reactivation of dopamine's role in the brain. Short stints of being off caffeine instead tend to result in anxiety, depression, more depersonalization, unexplained sadness, or a feeling of being confused and lost. I personally love my brain way too much to ever have an ounce more of caffeine in my life. I was able to... I was, I was basically forced to completely give up caffeine because any time that I would drink just a little bit of coffee or if I had a caffeinated tea, I would start shaking terribly and my body clearly could not handle caffeine and I have not missed caffeine at all in my life. I actually, right before I started medical medium information, I tried to bring it back because I was encouraged by holistic doctors and non-holistic doctors to start caffeine again, and it only created more problems. And 
If you are feeling like you can't go without caffeine, I am here to tell you that you can. Once you start healing and start applying the right foods and living water like lemon water and celery juice that your body is truly craving, you will no longer crave caffeine. You will no longer need that to keep you awake, to keep you functioning at all. So caffeine withdrawal is very real, but fortunately there are multiple medical medium tools to help us recover, such as the caffeine withdrawal supplement protocol in the Brain Saver books, as well as a multitude of information in other medical medium books. For more information about caffeine, check out the medical medium podcast episode, Coffee, Matcha Tea, and Chocolate. We deserve to have healthy relationships with ourselves, our food, with nature, this planet, and most importantly with one another, our soul in the heavens. We have these healing answers and tools available to us from God, from the light of the heavens. They are here and available to us for us to learn, to absorb, to apply, to heal, and to pass on to others so they too can step out of line from darkness and into the light. Anthony Williams says, life is not forever, but our soul is. It means so much to me to share medical medium information, not only because of my own healing journey, but from how much I have witnessed through readings from loved ones in spirit, where spirit encourages their loved ones to try medical medium information. Just as souls, we are all uniquely different. The same is true with our human bodies, and medical medium information understands this and is customizable for each and every body and soul, from babies to children to adults. This information welcomes all to heal. I have never met Anthony. He no longer does consultations, which is why he wrote all of his books. He had a waiting list in the millions. You can find his books on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target, Walmart, or the library. He has a website, medicalmedium.com, with over 100 recipes to download for free. You don't even need to subscribe. All of his books have recipes as well. He has a podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts, the Medical Medium Podcast, and his podcast has no ads, so literally he never stops for an ad or marketing piece. He is not looking to profit. He's here to heal. He is a prophet. <laughs> Anthony has multiple social media accounts such as Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Telegram, Rumble, Twitch, MeWe, Twitter, and Getter. My personal favorite is when Anthony, through his medical medium account, leaves Telegram messages. They are so special. They feel like bonus chapters to the Brain Saver books, so I would definitely check that out. He was banned from TikTok the day before his two new Brain Saver books were released. That is the work of darkness, doing all that they can to hold people back from receiving the divine truth to allow them the chance to heal and to be empowered themselves. You may not wish to connect to this information, and that's okay. That is your free will and your sole choice. But maybe there is someone out there that you know who is suffering, who has tried everything, went to every doctor, tried every diet, has been prescribed every medicine, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually drained. Medical medium information is the saving grace, information that truly cares and truly heals our guiding light as we navigate this human life here on earth. Anthony William, the medical medium, performs miracles with his life-saving information from the spirit of compassion, and there is no greater light to shine than the light of healing. So let's keep healing. Let's keep healing. Let's keep shining the light. Sending you all of my love and healing prayers with lots of love and gratitude. It's time to shine your light. From the bottom of my heart, from all of the love and compassion within my soul. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> <laughs>